0: In uh, Luke, I believe it is uh, 17 or so, the disciples asked Jesus, well, let's just turn there. Just turn there and look at it. I think it's right, Luke 17. The disciples asked Jesus a question. That's right, 17.5. Thank you, Lord. Luke 17.5, the apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. Can your faith be increased? Yes. Yes. The Bible talks about, note, Jesus referred to people as having no faith. He referred to people as having little faith. He referred to people as having great faith. So faith is not the same everywhere all the time. In your own life, depending on which area you're talking about, your faith can be strong. Your faith can be little. Your faith cannot be there for that. But the good news is faith comes. I said faith comes. Comes Comes by hearing the anointed word of God. Which is why we go to so many meetings. They said increase our faith. And Jesus said all right line up here and I'm going to lay hands on you. (laughs) And give you some of my faith. All folks would like that. But that's not how faith comes. What did Jesus say if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed you might say until this sycamine tree be plucked up by the root and be planted in the sea and it should obey you. So a lot of revelation here if you want your faith to increase don't just beg for more. Focus on using what you got. And key in using what you have is saying. Saying. For with the heart man believes. How do you get born again? Anybody know Romans 10? You believe in your heart. And you say it with your mouth. And the miracle of the new birth occurred. Don't say you can't believe for miracles. That's how you got in this thing. You've already believed one of the biggest miracles when you had the least knowledge. Right? Yes, you can believe for miracles. You already have. And you do it the same way. So the key to uh, developing and your faith becoming greater is using the faith that you have, even if it seems like a grain of mustard seed faith, Don't knock it. It's powerful stuff. How much of this do you think it takes to fix your little problems? Potent stuff. The real thing. Now, with that in mind, go with me, please, to the book of 2 Corinthians and the fourth chapter. Now, the Lord's heard our prayers. We've been praying about this meeting. And uh, the churches in Church in Branson, Church here, uh, multiple times. We've prayed for all of you that have come in, joining us in the meeting from outside, and, and all of the people that live here and live in Branson. We've released faith and prayed more than a couple of minutes about this. Yes. Yes. And the Lord's answering our prayer. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, He's answering our prayer. Amen. <laughs> yes, <sir. Amen. laughs> Man, I'm uh, I'm loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I am loaded. And my, my biggest thing right now is seeing how are we going to get all this in in these few days. But we don't have to get it all in. We just need to get the parts in we're supposed to get in. Hmm? But the reason I'm prefacing this is it's important that we not hear verses like we have already know them. There are some things we're going to touch on you'll be tempted to think you got it. You'll be tempted to think you already know this, but there are some wonderful things if you have ears to hear it. So we, we've prayed, but just go ahead and, and release faith further. Said out loud, Father God, Father God I, submit I submit myself to more revelation, to more revelation about, faith about faith and that I may be increased, may be increased in, my faith, in my faith, my faith in you Mightily. mightily. Help me to hear, me to hear. What, I've what I've not heard. Even though I've heard it a hundred times, 100 times. Help, me help me to see and hear what I didn't see, I didn't see. These, previous these previous times. In Jesus' name, In Jesus name. Amen. 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 In Second Corinthians 4, And eight, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Keep going. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Now, if Paul had written that to some faith churches and word churches today, they'd have written back and said, Paul, don't say that. <laughs> Back up to verse 8. Don't say you're troubled on every side. Don't say that. Don't say we're perplexed. It's quiet in here. Yeah. <laughs> verse 9 that it, that it corrected him. Don't say you're cast down. Well, if you're knocked down, you're knocked down. Yeah, that's good. It's not being knocked down. That's the big thing. The big thing is. What do you believe about it? You believe this is the end? We going to lay down. Stay down? Or do you believe. You've been knocked down. But like one translation said. You ain't knocked out. Down but not out. <laughs> I relate to that. I When I was. Nine, ten years old, my dad put me in a school of martial arts. I got beat up on the bus a couple of times. (laughs) What are you laughing about? (laughs) Actually, it was a really one-sided deal. There were uh, four of them held me down while the other one pummeled me. Ten years old. So I come in, my nose bloody, face busted up. Dad said, boy, we've got to do something with you. (laughs) <laughs> so he did he was in this school and he put me in the school and uh, so for 10 years old so then throughout junior high and high school and I, I, I did it and I enjoyed it And, and uh, but when I was about 13 I started doing some other fights and I, I wound up fighting this guy who seemed like, you know, when you're smaller, younger, everything seems bigger to you. He seemed like he's about four foot taller than me. And that guy had a reach on me. And he kicked me so hard, I I felt like it fractured a rib. And I'm down on the ground, and I'm holding my side, and I'm going, oh, oh, oh. And uh, my instructor came over there. He swooped down on me. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm hurt. He said... (laughs) And this was an old, old school. We practiced on concrete floors with no pads. That's how old school. And uh, he swooped down on me and he said, what are you doing? And uh, I I said, I'm, I'm hurt. And he said, do you want him to kick that rib again twice as hard? I said, no, sir, no, sir. And. He said, you're encouraging your enemy. Are you out or are you in? I said, well, I'm, I'm not out. He said, I'm 13. You see? He, said, he said, do not encourage your enemy. Even if he got to you, don't let him see it. Don't let him know it. And if he's given you his best shot and you seem unfazed, it will discourage him. I'm going to say that again over here. If he's given you his best shot and you seem unfazed, it discourages him. Well, I wasn't at that place at that time, but I did manage to get up and hobble along and finish the fight. But as the years went by, I got stronger, I got better, I got quicker, and I learned. And at one point, I'm about 17. I've packed on a little muscle. I've gotten a little faster. And this one old boy was supposed to be one of the baddest cats around. And he nailed me. Oh, man, he nailed me. I mean, you've been hit real hard in the face. You can't see. You can't see. You don't know which end is up. I mean, and... But I had developed to the point where I knew he was over there somewhere. <laughs> so I just backed up. I did this. And I smiled at him. I said, come on. And I, I saw the color drain out of his face. Because that was his best shot. <laughs> that was the best he had. And I was hurting, but he didn't know. All this has helped me so much in dealing with the devil. Come on, are y'all listening with me? Come on. No matter what's going on, if he got to you, if he hit you in your sore spot, what do you do? Come on, read it. Read it. Troubled. Trouble all around, but what? I don't care how much trouble is in your life. You still don't have to be distressed. Now, do you already know this? If any man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing yet. As he ought to know it. Can we know this better? Yes, sir. Trouble. You got trouble over here with this. You got trouble dealing with this. You got trouble with that and trouble with that and trouble with that. But you are not distressed. Oh, friend, there's powerful revelation here. Most people think if you got trouble, you're gonna be distressed. That's just and the only way to keep get over being distressed is to get rid of the trouble. As soon as the trouble quits, praise God, we can breathe a sigh of relief, we can say hallelujah. But until we get all this trouble stopped, I mean you know, you can't expect me to not be distressed. If you're in faith, you're not distressed. Perplexed. You ever been perplexed? Perplexed is kind of like a cartoon character with the big bubble and a big question mark. Huh? Oh, there will be many times you will be perplexed. Somebody said, Don't say that over me. Paul said it about, about him. <laughs> There's going to be some times. I rebuke you. You better get ready. You don't know everything. And because of not knowing, there's going to be situations. You're not going to know why this happened. You're not going to know why this hadn't already been done. You're not going to understand why they did or didn't do this. You're going to be going, huh, what? What's going on? But just because you are perplexed, does not mean you have to despair. despair. People say, well, what's going on? You can go, <laughs> <laughs> what are you smiling about? I'm not despairing about it. Yeah, yeah but you don't know. Yeah, but I know God. Yeah. He's brought me this far. He's going to get me the rest of the way. Yeah. Huh? Come on, can you see this? This is faith. Verse 9. Persecuted. They that will live godly in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Shall. 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 shall Suffer some persecution. You don't believe that? Just publicly announce. You're going to believe God for a big jet. Huh? Huh? On TV and yeah. the internet. If yeah. yeah. you've never got any. Yeah. Yeah. Do that and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no matter how many folks. Come, come against you. Yeah. Write you ugly letters. Yeah. Send you ugly emails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many people are supposed to be somebody. Says something on their news program or Whatever. You will not be forsaken. The Lord is with you. And if he is with me and for me. Who can be against me? And what do I care if they are against me? Because they can't get through him. But you, And yet you'll see people. One little ugly thing. Somebody said, somebody in the church says something bad about the pastor. Somebody, somebody said something about you. One of your partners said, I'm not supporting you anymore. And they just crumble. Hurts them to the core. <laughs> I've poured my life out. This is what I get. Quit being a whiny baby. That's you laying over there holding your side? They hit me. Well, you in a fight, silly. When you're in a fight, you don't keep your guard up. You could get hit, right? Why should you be so shocked? Somebody's trying to hit you. You in the ring. They hit me. It's not, there might be some persecution. Shall. If you're going to live godly. If you're going to pursue God and go after all he's got for you. Think big, believe big, reach right. for the big vision. Oh, You're going to hear some folks Nyan, yan, and right. criticize and fault fine and, yeah. and judge. Mm-hmm. But a big question is, who are they? That's right. And what does it matter? Right. What they say. Right. But if the Lord's not forsaking you, yeah, that's right. he'll be with you. Right. And as long as you really are following him, it's not going to matter. And even if you've been cast down, whatever, even if you make some mistakes, even if you find your head where your feet were just a few minutes before. (laughs) Again, with my background a little bit, when I read this, I see a guy tangled up in the ropes. I see him down. I see some big dude pummeling him. I see blood splattering, and the guy's all tangled up in the ropes, and he smiles and goes, I'm winning. I'm winning you watch I always win I'm telling you you may be down you may be in the ropes but a man like that a woman like that God will always cause you to win what you can't do what you can't do when the trouble comes Is to let it distress you. That's how you lose. When you're perplexed. Just because you don't know something. Is no excuse to get depressed. And to despair. And act hopeless. That's how you lose. Verse 9. Just because you've been persecuted. Somebody wrote an ugly letter about you. You don't act like. Everybody's left me. Nobody cares about. You. That's a lie. Quit lying. Yeah. Yeah. You know you got some people that love you and care about you. They still with you ain't they? That's right. Amen. And people that know some stuff about you. Amen. And still with you. Still with you. <laughs> <laughs> that is proof that God loves you. Is that right? Still know you. Still with you. <laughs> and even if you did get knocked down thrown down, thrown down hard thrown hard (laughs) it's not the end are you still breathing can you still believe God is he still on the throne is his word still true well we ain't done is that right wipe your mouth off smile at the enemy you'll discourage him (laughs) Begin to praise God. Begin to talk about how we're overcomers and greater is he that's in me. And you will see victory after victory after victory. It is that simple. I didn't say it was always easy, but it is that simple. Now read on down in the same passage. The reason I read this is because he's talking in verse 13. He refers to what he just described. 2 Corinthians 4.13 says we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written I believed therefore have I spoken we also believe and therefore speak. We just saw this in Romans 10 we just saw this in Luke 17 increase our faith he talked about using what you had and speaking. Romans 10 believing in your heart and speaking the same spirit of faith and if you add this with other passages including scriptures like Hebrews 11 that great hall of fame of faith and you see Noah having faith and and Enoch and Elijah and Moses and Abraham and David and Jephthah and on and on that faith is unchanged throughout the generations And throughout the ages. Because it is the very faith. Of God himself. It's a measure. Of the same faith. He created the worlds with. And how did he do it? He conceived it in himself. And he believed it. And he spoke it. He spoke. And it was done. And you and I are faith children of a faith God. Don't let anybody tell you some silly thing that the faith error is winding up. That God's doing something else. He's putting emphasis on something else. Faith has always been the way you overcome. Has always been the victory. Has always been the way you receive. The way you please God and always will be. Amen. Do I have any faith people here yes, sir. at Faith Life Church? Yeah. Sure be good to have some faith people at Faith Life Church, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> Let me see, how many pastors in the name of your church is either faith or believe? Let me see. Faith or believe. Look at that, hands all over the place. Yep, I'm in the right place. Yeah. If it's not there, it's somewhere else. We got the same spirit of faith. Now go with me to First John the fifth chapter. See something we've referred to. Now let me remind you, what was my exhortation at the beginning of this? After that. <laughs> Don't hear it like you've heard it. Yes, hmm? sir. Know, I know a lot of you've heard. Hundreds of hours on faith teaching and more. Me too. But there are some things here that we have to have ears to hear it. The Spirit of God will have to reveal it to you or else you just go right over it and think you got it. So are we open? We prayed. We, we released faith. So we that, that means even though you might have heard this verse many, many times, you're looking for something you haven't seen. Seek and you'll find. Are you looking for it, saints? 1 John 5, 1. Whosoever believes, believes, believes that Jesus is the Christ, is born of God. And everyone that loves him that begat loves him also that's begotten of him. Keep going. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Now how did you get born of God? Verse 1. He that believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. We are born of faith. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We overcome. There's a temptation to think you know this. We overcome by faith. Somebody said out loud, I overcome, I overcome. By, faith. by faith. He said, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. faith. How many times did Jesus look at people and say, your faith yes. made you whole. Yes. Your faith yes, sir. has saved you. Your, fa- your faith did it. Yes, sir. Well, yes, it was by the grace of God. Yes, it was by the anointing and power of God. Yes, the word of God was involved. But if it hadn't been for their faith, all those being constant, nothing would have happened. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Just like we started in verse 1. Somebody say, I'm a believer. I'm a a faith person. And I'm an overcomer. overcomer. Now, my father in the faith, Kenneth Hagin Sr., who's in heaven now, used to make this statement. Maybe some of you heard him say this. It struck me with force the first time I heard it, and it's just grown in me ever since. He said, I believe the Spirit of God said it through him, that the spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. Say it a couple of times. The spirit of faith. Is. The spirit of victory. Say it again. The spirit of faith. Is. The spirit. Of victory. Now if we're overcoming. There must be something to overcome. There must be some opposition. And how do we overcome it? By faith. Now, the Lord helped us in in the Faith Life Churches here some months ago. We camped for weeks and weeks on a series called Fighting the Good Fight of Faith. And as we begin to get into that, the Lord quickened to me and quickened to us, asked me the question, what are you fighting against? And boy, you'll get a lot of answers (laughs) when you... When you begin to delve into this. What are you fighting against? But the scriptures in fact. Maybe I know a lot of you know these. But there could very well be some people here. That have never heard this. Before as well. In 1st Timothy 6. Just turn there. Let's let the scripture answer it. What are we fighting? Somebody said the devil. (laughs) Well. That's correct but. What does that mean? How How is he opposing us with what tools? And uh, how do we overcome? It's with our faith. 1 Timothy 6 and 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. If you back up to Ephesians... The sixth chapter. He said Ephesians 6.10. Finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Stand against what? Not just the devil. The wiles of the devil. We're cautioned more than one place in time. About the devil's subtlety. His craftiness. Sometimes people rail about. Old stupid slew foot. And this and that. But he's been around. We don't know how long. He's observed every kind of human behavior. For generation after generation. Underestimating your enemy. Is not how you win. The way he overcomes people is through his craft, through his wiles, through his deceptions, his trickeries. And one of the biggest ways he's been able to do that is by getting people away from faith in the fight. Because how are you going to overcome? By faith, faith, and he knows that. So he he doesn't come in the front door. He never comes in the front door. He comes in the back. His favorite thing is for you not even know it's him. He transforms himself into an angel of light. One of his favorite things is to pretend it's from God. Oh yeah. His trickery is to get you off of functioning in faith. And oh... So many times he's been successful. Too many times. Too many times. But thank God by the Spirit of God and the Word, we're not ignorant of his devices. And that's one of the reasons we're here. To become even more enlightened and to become quickened. Oh, glory to God. I just want to stop and shout because I know the next course. Well, just go on and give it to us. No, no, that's not how it works. You have to be built up to a point. To even be able to hear it. It it would do us good to remember this. Do you remember when God used. Peter. To preach to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And when he got back home. They called him on the carpet about that. You remember that. And said hi in the world. How is it? You went into Gentiles. Mm -hmm. It just was not done. Mm -hmm. And the Bible said. He started and told them the whole story. From the beginning. Instead of just getting defensive and defiant and say, hey, Holy Ghost told me. You just better mind your own business. No. He he went all the way back and told about how he fell in the trench, you know. And he saw the things. And the Spirit of God said. And the men were down there to meet him. And, and, and it was new to him, too. But the Lord said, don't call on call what I've called clean. And he went there and, and all these people were there and said, we're ready to hear. An angel appeared to him we give the enemy room sometimes by not catching people up did you hear that friends and preachers you got to watch this too what I'm talking about right now I've been feeding on this actually for years and so for me to try to cram it in three sentences is a mistake if you didn't have the background and hear it we got to catch up together And you'll find there'll be times you don't want to do it. It takes time. It takes effort. But love will make the effort. If somebody's upset with you and it really is something of God, back up. Take your time with them. Be kind. And you'll see the Spirit of God move. Do you see what happened with that whole bunch? Oh, they they were livid over that. And when he got through telling them all that, they looked at each other and said, well... I guess God has visited the Gentiles. Now that's a miracle my brother said. Is that right? A bunch of preachers in the same room. Half of them's at the other's throat. Come on are you listening? And after one guy gets up and talks for a few minutes. They look at each other and go. Well that's God. That's a miracle. That's a sign and a wonder. But do you see what it was connected to? Him taking the time, making the effort to bring him up to speed where he was. He said, "Put on the whole armor that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil." Second Corinthians talks about this, tenth chapter. I know you, you know some of it. What are we fighting against? Wiles, trickeries subtlety, deceptiveness. Chapter ten, Second Corinthians 10. He said, Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down what? Imaginations. Imaginations yeah. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of of Christ. Let's keep going. You're there in Second Corinthians. Go to the 4th chapter. We were there close by. He said in verse 13. Having the same spirit of faith. Look in verse 18. Just a few verses later. While we look not. At the things. Which are seen. But at the things. Which are not seen. What does Hebrews 11.1 say about faith? Faith is the substance, or that's the same word for ground or foundation or assurance of things hoped for or confidently expected. It's the evidence of what? Things not seen. Say it out loud faith Faith. not not seen. Say it again. Faith, Faith. not seen. seen. He said here, we don't look at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Chapter 5, verse 7 For we walk by faith, not by sight. Another phrase. That brother Hagen said is that if the enemy can keep you in the realm of reasoning, he'll defeat you again and again. But if you can keep him over in the realm of faith, you'll defeat him again and again. But it's not automatic. And if it was so easy, everybody would be doing it and they'd be staying there. What is the danger? What is the temptation? What is the ploy of the enemy? To get you out of the realm of faith. Which is the realm of the not seen. And get you into the realm of the seen. To get you out of the realm of faith. And into the realm of reason. There's spiritual warfare occurring, how can I say it? Pretty strong, right now. Right now. The enemy does not want you to get this or me to get this. And so he'll keep telling you, you already got this. You know this. You know this. You know this. That's one of the ways he keeps you from getting it. It's not you overcome by mental activity. Didn't say mind is the victory that overcomes the world. Not flesh. Not feeling. And faith is not seen. Not felt. Go to Hebrews 11, please. Somebody needs to say, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get it. I am getting it. Amen. He's about to have a breakthrough right now. Yeah. Hebrews 11. I love the Word of God. I love Hebrews 11. I love faith because I love God. Don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Faith is a spirit. Not just a mental position or a theological position. We having the same spirit of faith. That's not reasoning. That's not physical. God is spirit. His word is spirit. And faith is spirit. With the heart man believes it's of the spirit which is not the seen and the touched. It's not the reasoning of the mind. And the enemy will continually try to get you where? In the sight realm. And the reasoning about what you see. Reasoning about what you feel. And what else he will do is then bring railing accusation and condemnation about what you see that's not in line with the will of God or what you don't see that's the will of God that's supposed to be happening in your life. And if you are depressed because your faith hasn't produced certain things yet, You have left the realm of faith and the enemy has you in the realm of reason because why are you sure it's not working? Why are you upset? Because it hasn't happened yet. Hebrews 11, are you there? Now faith somebody needs to say it again. Everybody in Branson, everybody here, everybody on the internet, you need to say it out loud. I acknowledge. I don't know everything about faith. I know just a little bit. bit. And I am learning more. more. Right now. now. And I set my heart heart to walk by faith. faith. I will walk by faith. And I overcome overcome. by faith faith. Faith. In in Jesus' name. (laughs) <laughs> it's a big mistake to think, oh yeah I, I mean I heard I heard some of the best back in the 70s and, and the 80's, I got this faith stuff. Mm. the enemy has tricked you It doesn't get any more wonderful than faith. Does it get any more wonderful than pleasing God <laughs> than God being happy with you? Hebrews 11:1, 1 Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things what? Not seen. Not seen. If it's faith, it's not seen. Right. It's normal for it not to be seen when you're in faith. That's why you're in faith. That's right. Yes, sir. Not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. When God spoke creation into existence, it was not by reference to anything that could be seen. And he is spirit. Spirit. And to him, the natural is not the most important part. And if we're going to be spiritual, the natural must not be the most important part. It must not be the thing we're the most aware of and the most focused on. But the enemy will not continually try to draw your eyes, your ears, your thoughts, your attention to this. And reason with you. He's always done it. That's what he did with Adam and Eve. Didn't he? Showed up out there by the tree. Look at the tree. Look at the tree. Smell the tree. Look at the tree. Think about the tree. And then get them into reasoning. No. You won't really die. Die. Because God no, He's got them. Out of faith, out of the realm of faith, into the realm of walking by sight and reasoning, and they fail. If they had kept him in the realm of faith and refused to get into the realm of reasoning, they wouldn't have failed. We can't throw any stones at them. We've all done similar things to what they do. But by the grace of God, we can learn. We can put it behind us and make up our mind. I don't walk by sight. I walk by faith. Oh, somebody's getting it. I don't walk by sight. I don't walk by sight. I don't walk by what I see. I don't walk by what I feel. Yes, Amen. I walk by faith. Right. And faith is the victory yeah. that overcomes yeah. anything in this world. Yeah. Any problems you've been having, are they in this world? Yes, sir. Are they in this world? Yeah. You can overcome them. Yeah. I said you can overcome them. Yeah. Maybe you've been unable to do it. Through therapy or spending money or this or that. or, But you can do it with faith. I said you can do it with faith. Now people will get offended when you talk to them like that. I have faith. I have you know sir I have faith. Do you have all the victory you want in life? Well I've been struggling. Well don't tell me how much faith you got. Because real faith. Overcomes. Every enemy, every obstacle. Oh, come on. Do you have something starting to stir up in you just just a little bit? Come on. You know what it is? It's the faith of God that's in you. And that faith is a conqueror. It's more than a conqueror. It is absolutely unfazed in the face of the biggest miracles. Yes. And the more in the spirit you get. I mean you're, we're here together. We're, we're, we're the, the anointing is here. Ministering to us. The word is here. And I mean you, you get more and more built up. And I tell you as, as these days go by. You're going to get more and more built up. And more and more built up. Thank You You get strong enough. And the enemy knows he just has to back off for a little while. And, and wait for you to cool off. And try to hit you when you're weak somewhere. But you can keep him waiting. But What's the danger? What's the subtle, what are we fighting against? We're not hand to hand with evil spirits. What are we fighting? Wilds. Imaginations. Thoughts. Designed to get us to do what? See, feel, and reason. And he is a persistent cuss. Isn't he? Look at this. Especially if it's already demanding your attention. Feel that. Look at that. And then he's a sorry cuss. Then he'll come and say, supposed to be a faith man. Some faith man you are. Been been struggling with this for 14 years. Worse now than you are when you started. Ain't no faith man I ever saw. Supposed to be a faith woman. So now, (laughs) you're in reasoning, walking by sight, yielding to condemnation, and have no confidence toward God. Because it's only when your heart condemns you not, then you have confidence toward God. Will you believe with me this week to stay on this until we get absolutely free? I mean completely free of these wiles and strategies and trickeries. Keep reading. Still in Hebrews 11? Keep reading. Verse 5. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. He was not found because God had translated him. Faith can move you Out of one realm. Into another. How was he translated? By faith. By faith. How many said everything in chapter 11. Is by faith. By faith. By faith. How was he translated? Oh it's just one of those amazing things. God just decided to do. No the Bible said. It happened by faith. Which means Enoch. Believed for it to happen. If he didn't believe for it to happen, how is it? By faith. He walked with God. And became more and more aware of spirit. Until and being with God. How many understand hearing God's words? What's that going to do to your faith? Walking with God. Fellowshiping with God. Hearing his words. Enoch's faith just kept coming up. Kept coming up. Kept coming up. And he liked what he was experiencing so well he believed to just leave here (laughs) and go all the way. God had translated him. Oh get this, get this, get this. For before now somebody say before. Before. Mm -hmm. Before. Somebody say before. before. This is key to the rest of the week. Say it again before before his translation he had this testimony somebody's getting it he pleased God how did he please God by being translated no no he pleased God before he was translated by faith. Do you see why I keep saying, you gotta, you got to use your ears to hear this. The enemy doesn't want you to see this. Because the more you see this, the harder it will be for him to get you out of the faith realm into the reasoning realm. <laughs> before. It'd do us well just the rest of the night. Go around saying "before." <laughs> Before. Somebody say "before." Matthew four and Luke, don't turn there. Matthew four, Luke four. Jesus baptized in the river Jordan. He comes up out of the river. Here comes a voice from heaven. This is my beloved son, in whom I will soon be pleased. <laughs> When he does all these miracles and when he goes to the cross and I will be so pleased when it all happens. I am well pleased right now before the first miracle before somebody say before Before. I should name this sermon tonight before (laughs) before before. Somebody say before. 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 What did the next verse say? For Hebrews eleven six. For what? Without faith. For without results. Without results. Without all those symptoms leaving your body. God's not going to be pleased. Without you having all the money you're supposed to have. Paying all your debts off. Until that happens. You're just going to have to keep struggling until you get to where you can please God. By being where you're supposed to be. In the will of God without results (laughs) it's impossible to please God without your healing being manifested has the enemy ever tried to condemn you bring condemnation and judgment to you what's wrong with you supposed to be a faith man how would it take you this long (laughs) because you ain't no faith man a lot of folks, they might not do it in church, but they go home and cry. I know it. I know. I'm just a, I'm a sorry excuse. I was supposed to be a faith preacher too. Oh, dear God. I'm such a, and you're hitting yourself, you know, with your little hammer. And the devil says, hey, that ain't no hammer. Let me, let me give you this. And he'll give you a sledgehammer. And he will bring all kind of stuff to your mind where you've failed and you've come short and he is literally beating your brains out. Why? He's got you out of your arena. He's got you out of walking by faith and he's got you into the realm of reason. Why are you so defeated? Because of what you don't see. Because of the money you don't see. Because of the healing you don't feel. Come on are you listening? And it's such a trick. Because how do you win? It's by not being moved. By what you see. Come on and what you feel. By not being moved. By whether you see the money there or not. Oh friends and get this. Get this. Get this. If you will just believe God. Right now. Just cast all those imaginations and those thoughts aside. And just say, I don't. It doesn't matter what I feel or don't feel or see or don't feel. God, I believe you and I am unmoved about this. God is pleased with you now. Now. Right now. Because what is it that pleases him? Faith. It's not... The symptom free situation that he gets ecstatic about? Right, right, right. right. It's not the number. You you don't hold up the number on your checking account and go, Look now, God, are you happy now? He goes, Oh, yeah, I'm happy now. No! Faith pleases him. Y'all see why I got excited? (laughs) Is this life changing or what? It's life changing. Thank you, Jesus. God has ministered faith to many of us for decades mm. yeah. and it's no accident mm. he meant for us to get it yes. Yes. is that right yes. and the sad thing is some folks thought I got it a long time ago and they've moved on to other stuff yeah. new stuff <laughs> no no honey you have not outgrown faith. Amen. Not even begun to. Amen. What you may have done. Is let the enemy get you into his realm. Right. Walking beside. Yes. Why would you be so upset? Because of what you see. Yes, sir. Or don't see. Yes, sir. Why would you be so down and upset and depressed? Because of what you feel. Or don't feel. That's, right. That's, right. That's not faith. That's, right. That's getting out of faith. That's leaving faith. Yes. Yeah. Enoch. Walked with God. The just shall walk by faith. He he was showing what was coming later. He just how do you how do you walk by faith? Not by sight. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked out in the woods, not seeing anything, not feeling anything, and just believe if he would talk to God, God would hear him and talk back to him. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Works exactly the same way today. Did you say God? Yeah. I love you. Yeah. I know you're here. I know you hear me. And I just wanted to tell you a little bit. How much I appreciate you. And think how how amazed I am by you. And he did this day after day. And if you look. Year after year. And the more he did it. The stronger it got. And the more real God got to him. Oh Hallelujah. The more faith you step out in, the more of the presence of God is manifested. And that's where we're headed this week. We're not waiting on God to decide to do something. Enoch initiated this. The woman with the issue of blood initiated that flow of power from Jesus to her. Jesus wasn't even having a healing meeting. He wasn't laying hands on the sick. He's walking down the road. Is that right? In fact, it startled and surprised everybody. She didn't even ask, may I? She just come and took her a healing. Didn't she? She just come and took it. Came and took it. Got it was he upset with her? Was he mad? That's what she was scared about. That's why she didn't answer at first. She thought he's going to want it back. He's going to want it back. I probably should have asked. (laughs) But finally, what did he say? Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you whole. Glory to God. Romans 4. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Didn't say without all your symptoms being gone. Didn't say without all your debts being paid off and reaching those goals that you set. It's easy to become too result-oriented. When was God pleased with Enoch? Huh? Before Before. he was translated. When did God say this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased? Before the miracle ministry. Before going to the cross. Somebody say before. before. Why? Because the faith was there then so God is pleased now. Romans 4 The Bible said down about verse 9 he said comes this blessedness on the uncircumcision only or the, uh, the circumcision only or the uncircumcision also we say that faith was reckoned to abraham for righteousness how was it then reckoned when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision not in circumcision but in uncircumcision, let me read this to you from the NIV. He said, under what, verse 10, under what circumstances was it credited? Was Abraham counted righteous apart from works? Under what circumstances did it happen? Was it after he was circumcised or before? <laughs> it was not after. <laughs> it was Before. Before. Mm -hmm. Somebody got to help me with this before. It was what? It was before. God gave him the instructions, the sign of the covenant for him and his family. But he wasn't counted righteous after they went through with it. He was counted righteous the moment he believed it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then his faith caused him to do what the Lord told him to do. He did follow it out. But it wasn't after the circumcisions had been performed that God said, yeah, now I'm happy. It was. It was. It was before. It was before. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. What does that mean? Let me keep reading. So then he's the father of all who believe, who've not been circumcised, in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And he's also the father of the circumcised, who not only are the circumcised but who walk in the uh, footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. Which means You can please God and shout to victory before your symptoms change. Before you see the money. Before it's all paid. Oh, before it's paid off. This is the thing the devil desperately does not want you to see. He wants to keep going. Yeah, but not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It ain't done yet. And God and everybody else is wondering what your deal is. I mean, how long have these symptoms been around? The Lord doesn't see as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. And faith is of the heart. For with the heart. Man believes, and I can believe I'm healed with every symptom in the world raging in my body on the outside. I can still believe I'm healed on the inside, and that makes God pleased with me right now. Right now, as far as He's concerned, I'm healed. But what about the symptoms? What about the symptoms? You need to get that off your mind. That's the enemy trying to pull you into the realm of reason, just like he did Eve over there at the tree. Look at this. Feel this. Check this. Bless our hearts. Get prayed for and prayed for and hands laid on and healing line and healing line and go to the doctor and the report's not good and... Hmm. I sure I thought it worked. What's making you say it didn't? I had hoped it would I hope I thought it worked this time. Why are you saying it didn't? Well the report. You have left the realm of faith. You're walking by sight. I don't care how many faith stickers you got on your car and what faith church you go to and how many series on faith you got. You're not walking by faith, you're in sight. You're in reasoning. How can you tell that you're really walking by faith? No matter what you see, it doesn't move you. No matter what you feel, it doesn't move you. Whether you see the money or you don't see the money, it doesn't move you. One of my favorite phrases is what Paul said. None of these things move me. You can see that in his writings there about being troubled, but he's not distressed, about being cast down, but not destroyed. What's he saying? Oh, problems? We got them on every side. Perplexed? Oh, yeah, there's a ton of stuff I don't know. Knocked down? Oh, man, been knocked down hard. But what? It, it's not moving me. My belief's not based on this. I'm walking by faith. I live by faith. My believing is based on what he told me. Period. End of story. That's it. And he's pleased with me right now. Because he's looking at my heart. He's not looking at my symptoms. He's looking at my heart. He's looking at my face. Not my pocketbook. Oh, somebody's getting a victory. Somebody's getting free. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Singers, y'all better come on. Players, y'all better come on. Oh, somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Oh, blessed be God forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. Just play softly before we go any further, before we go to tomorrow night or the next or any of the rest, it's real simple. Condemnation is not of God. That feeling of defeat and failure, that didn't come from God. He's not putting that on you. You don't have to wait. Till you hear a bunch more series, you don't have to wait till the report sounds better. Say I'm a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> There's some demons jumped right then. They just they are they, not used to hearing you sound like that. They, they jumped. Somebody say I'm a believer. I'm i a, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, let's praise Him some more. Lord, we worship You. Lord, we give You glory. Lord, we give You praise. Lord, we adore You. We adore You. We adore you. We adore you. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's praise him some more. Lord, we worship you. 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 Hallelujah.